Hi everyone, welcome to episode 39 of Unfiltered. Um, I can't believe that this is first, the last episode of season two, um, and second, the last episode of my freshman year. That's crazy to me. I feel like I just started this podcast. I feel like I just moved on to campus. Um, and honestly, I'm going to feel like a freshman again in the fall. So, you know, maybe this is only the beginning, but yeah, that's crazy. I feel like time just is passing by so quickly and yeah, here we are. But um, yeah, I, I'm so, so grateful um, for this podcast and I'm so grateful for all of you guys' feedback um, and for your support. And it's, you know, one of the coolest things is I guess just sometimes I forget that I have this podcast. I don't know. Like I forget that, you know, I put this out for the world to hear. Um, and, you know, sometimes I get random people from different countries, um, like reaching out and telling me that they listen, which I think is just so cool. Like I forget that people can listen from other countries. I don't know. That was just a floating thought, but yeah, here we are season two finale. And I just want to do an entire freshman year recap. I think there's a lot that I have to say. Um, I wanted to start with like a few of the highlights that I had, um, some of the the more fun memories of my freshman year, things that I will remember forever. Um, and then I'm going to talk about things that I've learned because I truly think that freshman year has taught me a lot. Um, and I know that I have so much more to learn, but this year has just been so valuable in terms of lessons and personal growth and discovery. Um, and I know that this is only the beginning. So I am so excited for the rest of college. They just announced um, that there will be a normal semester, a normal campus. Everything will go back to normal. We just have to get the vaccine. Um, and I am so, so excited. I think there is just, there's so much hope that I have. Um, and yeah, basically, I'm just filled with a lot of excitement and hope. Um, and I'm also very reflective about this past year. So this podcast episode will be super fun to record. Um, in terms of what I recommend. I actually have a book recommendation and music recommendation. So my book recommendation is The Silent Patient by Alex. I'm totally going to butcher his last name, but Michael Leeds. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Um, great book. I read it over um, the past week at the beach. Actually, I read it in like a day. <laughs> so, so good. A, a really good thriller. Um, definitely recommend. I'm going to get back into reading this summer. Um, I didn't get to read as much as I wanted this past year just because um, I didn't really have much time. I had, you know, classes and everything going on. I mean, I probably could have found time, but I just I just didn't prioritize it. So um, one thing that I really want to do for this summer is read a lot. So um, yeah, I'll have a lot of new book recommendations for you guys. I'm really excited. Uh, my music recommendation is Brockhampton's new album. Um, I never listened to Brockhampton before, but I listened um, yesterday I was coming back from the beach and I listened to the album um, during the road trip and I was like, this is actually really good. So um, top songs, probably Count On Me, um, Old News, and Bankroll. I think Bankroll is pretty popular, but yeah, all really good. What I'm excited for is just to be back in Atlanta. I don't know. I feel like ever since I got back home, I've just been so much livelier and so much less stressed out. I think being um, like up in Boston in that environment was 
really, really, really fun and really needed. But I think towards the end, I was getting kind of antsy because all of my friends had left and I was just there and I still had to move out and worry about finals. And I don't know, it was just a whole, it was kind of a stressful uh, last month. And now that I'm home, I am so excited to return to the things that I love, all the Atlanta things I love. And I'm going to do an entire episode next week about, you know, what I'm planning to do this summer, things that I, I want to get done, things that I want to try, um, places I want to explore. So yeah, this is this is the season two finale. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me. This is a long intro, but um, yeah, without further ado, let's get on to the first segment. I feel like a crazy person whenever I do these podcasts because sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to the person sitting across the table from me, but there's no one there. So it kind of feels like I'm just talking to myself, which, you know, I am. But um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to start the episode with my favorite memories of this year. I have a lot. I think, um, dang, I think first and second semesters were so, so different. Um, and I'll just briefly explain why. I think first semester was very exciting, very new, and I was on campus, and everyone was kind of filled with this excitement to always go out and meet new people and explore Boston and try new things, and, you know, we were all just filled with that, I don't know, that eagerness, that curiosity. I think second semester, um, that kind of died down a bit, um, I honestly think a big part of it is because of the weather, um, because it was so cold, we couldn't really go outside, um, and go to the city as much, and so people really stayed indoors, um, and also, I think less people were on campus, and so campus felt kind of dead, um, I personally was off campus, and that was, that felt a bit isolating at times, even though I was, like, a one, two minute walk from the Harvard, from Harvard Yard, it was still, I don't know, that physical separation really, even though it was small, um, I think it really kind of did a lot. And um, I think people had kind of settled into their friend groups, I guess, like no one was really reaching out anymore. Um, everyone was kind of comfortable and settled. And I didn't really like that. I think um, the fall will be great because, you know, there'll be more people and everything will be as it should be. You know, you're like walking to and from class, you're meeting a bunch of different people. And I feel like that's how um, that's how college should be. You shouldn't be around the same people 24-7. I think you should like always be meeting new people. Um, but obviously, like, I think it's great because, you know, the friends I do have, I love and and we're close. And yeah, but I think summer is going to be a great time to rest and like reflect on what I've learned. Um, and then in the fall, oh my gosh, I feel like we're just going to have to hit the ground running. I feel like it's going to be, it's going to, I'm actually going to feel like a freshman again. We're going to have to learn, um, you know, like where all the buildings are. Uh, we'll learn how to budget our time in a non-COVID semester. I know for me during COVID, since meetings were online and I, I was able to just like bounce to and from things. So my calendar was always packed and I feel like my, my calendar in the fall will be packed, but in a different way because I'll have to account for like walking time and all this stuff. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> I just kind of went on a tangent, but I want to talk about my favorite memories of freshman year. I think that this year has been way better. I don't know, like so much has happened out of this semester and 
so many memories have been made and I'm just so grateful for all of them. My first favorite memory is the first walk at night that I took um, after quarantine. And so when we got to Harvard, we had to take um, a COVID test and then we had to take like two more, I think. And then after the third negative, you were able to leave your room. And so I was quarantined for a bit. Um, but I remember the night that I was free, I went on a walk with my roommate and it was like, now I go on night walks a lot. And so I know what Harvard Square and the Charles look like at night, but that was my first time. And I just remember being so amazed. I was like, I can't believe I go to college here. Like, this is my home for the next four years. This is crazy. Like, I I truly am in love with Cambridge and Boston. I'm in love with the campus. I just, I love everything about it. And I was like, this is perfect. Like, I feel like I'm meant to be here. Um, and I remember on that walk, we met Audrey. She was, um, who's now like our third, um, one of our, okay, that made no sense. Audrey, who is now one of our friends. Um, and we kind of have this like, three-person girl group, which is really, really cute and um, love her. But we met her hanging off of a fence. She was talking to someone who lived in Kirkland and um, that's how it all began. And so honestly, like I think a lot, if I hadn't taken that night walk um, with Amanda and I probably wouldn't have met Audrey in that way. And I'm sure Audrey and I would have met in in some sense, but you know, meeting that night kind of triggered everything else that happened because um, yeah, if I hadn't met her, I think my freshman year would be a lot different. So that was really, really a good memory. I need to go quicker because this is, I have quite a bit of memories and I also have things that I've learned. So let me go quicker. Second favorite memory is pulling an all-nighter in the Wigsy common room. So I was in Wigsy uh, my freshman year and we had a common room downstairs. Um, and one night, me and three friends decided to pull an all-nighter. Um, you know, it really just happened because we were down there and it was like 2 a.m. And we were like, you know what? Let's just do it. Um, and we ended up going to Jefe's, which is a Mexican place in the square, getting food. Honestly, my stomach does not do well eating food at 3 a.m. I don't know. I don't. It's crazy to me that that's like people's normal eating time because my body kind of shut down. My stomach was like, what are you doing? Um but it was really fun. And then we watched Parasite. And honestly, I did fall asleep at the end of it at like 6 a.m. So yeah, I think 6 a.m. is good. I think that counts as an all-nighter. But yeah, I, I remember one of our friends like stayed up and then went to the dining hall when they served breakfast at 8 a.m. And then he just went to bed after. And I was like, this is crazy. And then we all did class in the common room the following day. And we were all just so out of it because we were so tired. But that was really fun. Um, great memory. My third favorite memory is playing cards and watching movies on the projector. So um, first semester, uh, Amanda and I lived across the hall from Pierre and Kevin, and we kind of had this cute um, little like entryway friend group, and um, Kevin had a projector, and so we watched movies on it. That's where we watched um, a K-drama <laughs> every Friday night, and then we would uh, watch movies. I remember the first one we ever watched was Mulan and then we watched The Greatest Showman and then we always used to play cards and that was just such a highlight. Like it was so nice to be able to go in and out of each other's rooms. Um, that was just like a great 
just such a great time. I don't know. Like it was so, and we would do work together. Um, and it was just so fun. I don't know. I really, 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 really cherish every single one of those nights. I know they're not like huge things that we did, um, but they were so fun. And we would always play music. I would always like connect to the speaker and play music. Um, and I really, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's one of those memories that are like kind of small, but you remember them for a long time because they made you so happy. Um, my fourth favorite memory was my birthday. Um, I remember just being so blown away because I had only met these people a couple, a month ago, I guess, and we hadn't known each other for very long, but like everyone was so sweet. Um, and my friends ended up getting me a guitar, which is crazy. I remember I was talking about how I really wanted one and they got me one. I don't know. And so now that's the, the guitar that I keep up in Boston. Um, it's currently at a friend's house right now, but um, yeah, I'd really miss my guitar. And honestly, that has like, that has brought me so much joy, like during class or in between classes or when I'm stressed or at night before I go to bed, I'll just whip it out and, um, play. And it, I love playing, um, and singing with other people, like having little karaoke sessions. Um, and yeah, I honestly think playing Taylor Swift songs on the guitar is like comp, comp, comp composes, composes about like 50% of my memories of Harvard. So yeah. Um, okay. My fifth favorite memory is also really weird and kind of small, but it's getting a rice cooker. So me, Audrey, Jean, and Paul, we all pitched in on this cheap rice cooker from Target. It was 20 bucks. And we were just like, hey, like we all want rice. So why don't we just why don't we just get it and then and then we can just i don't know like all pass it around and so we were like why not and so we got it and then that was a rice cooker that amanda and i ended up using like every single day in our apartment um because we made rice a lot so yeah really random but i don't know where it is i think it's at our at a friend's house so that's so random but that made me really happy and then i remember like the first time we used it um we had gone to HMR and like we had gotten rice and other stuff and we had a little um <laughs> we like gathered in the coffin room and we we're just eating rice on the floor I don't know it was so fun anyway okay my sixth favorite memory was the first snow of Boston oh my gosh I remember it was October it was like the most random day and then after that like a week after the first snow I think it was really hot outside I don't know Boston weather is low-key confusing but it was so hot that the week after but when it snowed oh my gosh it was beautiful I remember we were all so excited um and <laughs> I went on a walk with Audrey and Paul who are from California so they had like never seen snow and um Georgia gets a bit of snow but not too much and I was really excited and I remember we like watched the first snow. We went outside, um, we went on a walk, we went to eat breakfast and I remember sitting at the breakfast place like looking out the window, seeing all the snow in the yard and in the square and it was just so beautiful. Um, oh, that is a memory I'm going to remember forever. Like I know I'm going to experience so many more snow days um, up at Boston, but that was the first and that was just wow why am I getting ch I don't know it doesn't seem like a big deal but like when I think about it I'm like that's 
that was really my first snow of college and I'm going to experience so many more. Um, and I remember I was so excited and I think I skipped class, which, you know what? I'm not even sorry about it. Um, but yeah. Okay. My seventh favorite memory is, um, taking a girl's hiking trip. So Audrey, Amanda, and I went to New Hampshire. We rented zip cars. Okay. Zip cars have made my freshman year. Like if it weren't for zip cars, I wouldn't have been able to have so many experiences. Basically zip cars are, if you're listening to this zip car, sponsor me, but they are cars that you can just rent and it's so easy. Like you can rent them for an hour. You can rent them for the whole day. Um, gas is compensated for it. It's, it's great. And so, and you know, we're, because of because I use a college email, I was able to get it. <laughs> I think the normal um, rental age is like 25, but yeah. So we rented a zip car. We went to New Hampshire and we hiked and it was beautiful seeing all the fall leaves. I remember we listened to Taylor Swift in the car. Naturally, we stopped by Dunkin' Donuts. Um, it was great. And later that night was my eighth favorite memory, making dumplings for Amanda's birthday. So we rented an Airbnb and she really wanted to make dumplings. It was so cute. We got like, I remember it was like three girls, me, Amanda, and Audrey, and like 10 guys. Um, and we all went to the Airbnb and we got a bunch of ingredients. We just made dumplings all night. And it was, uh, it was so fun. So, so fun. That was, that was really fun. Um, okay. My ninth favorite memory was the first time I went rock climbing. So I think this might be the first memory from second semester. Yeah, honestly, second semester was not as, um, not as memorable, I think. But yeah, the first time I went rock climbing. So I never expected to get into this hobby, but um, my friend's well, Pierre and Amanda rock climbed and then they kind of invited everyone and I remember I tried it and like I just loved the support. Like everyone was so nice, so supportive. Um, and when I reached the top of one that I struggled on for a long time, like everyone was just so supportive. And I remember it was just such a great feeling. Like the atmosphere was so supportive. Um, and after that, you know, we ended up rock climbing, I think, a few times a week in the beginning and then it was like a couple times and it was like once a week and towards the end we stopped going as much because um like we were all super busy and like getting over there was a hassle but I remember the first time we went was just so nice it was so so fun and I just I really cherish that a lot I think yeah that was just great I remember it so clearly um my 10th favorite memory was skiing um <laughs> not the best skier I feel like if you grow up with a family who skis then you're really good because you've been skiing as a kid but my family never went skiing and so the first time I went skiing was when I went to visit um, Amanda in Chicago we went to Wisconsin and skied and then the second time I went skiing was this past semester um, in Boston or in Massachusetts first of all it was kind of hot and so the ice was kind of melting I don't know it was really hot like I could have skied in like a sweatshirt but um, I am not the best skier also, I have only gone twice. That was my second time. And Amanda and Paul both separately forced me to go down a blue, um, which I would bomb a section and then I would crash and then I'd sit there and I'd be scared for like five minutes and then I'd bomb the next section. <laughs> but I just remember like it was so fun. We rented a zip car. Um, we drove up and I feel like I feel like that's something that's really hard to do in a normal year. Um, 
I think because of COVID, we have so much time now because our classes are online. Um, I think in a normal year, it'd be really hard to sync up like eight people's schedules. But we were the fact that we were able to do that, I'm so grateful. I think we had a lot of time. I think in the fall, we're going to have less time to do stuff like that, But um, which is why like this past year was so special. But, you know, we got to do a lot of things. But um, yeah, and I remember like going up the ski lift alone was so peaceful, so relaxing. Like I went up a few times alone and it was great. Skiing was great. I loved it. My 11th favorite memory was um, performing for the AACF Coffee House. So um, AACF is Amer- Asian American Christian Fellowship. And um, my friends and I decided to do an act for the Coffee House, which is a talent show. And I played guitar. My friend Eliana played violin. We had someone play cello and we all sang and we made a video. And that video is something that I will keep forever, show my kids, cherish. It's just it's great. We use this mic that I'm recording on right now and we use GarageBand and we really put a lot of work into it. And I'm so proud of our final product and I loved it and it was great. Um, yeah, we sang Who You Say I Am by Hillsong. My last favorite memory is Cape Cod. Um, Cape Cod was really fun. We went before finals and it was just a little day trip. We went to the beach, we got food um, and it was it was a very, very um, needed getaway. Very relaxed, very nice. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's gonna wrap up this segment. Um, and yeah, just thinking about this whole freshman year and thinking about all these memories, I am filled with so much gratitude and so much joy. Um, I had a great year, I think. There were hard times, which I will talk about in the next segment, but for the most part, like I have had some of the most amazing experiences ever. Um, and I realize that joy comes in the small things, honestly. I think out of those favorite memories, obviously the big things like skiing and Cape Cod, all the big trips, those were amazing. But I don't know. I find so much joy in the small memories. Like playing cars and watching movies, watching the first snow, taking that night walk, buying a rice cooker. Like those are not things that you would typically, um, I don't know. To me, those are just so special. So um, if you're listening to this and you had any, like any role um, in my freshman year and I don't know. Just if you're listening to this um, and you are part of my freshman year, like I just want to say thank you. Um, I've had so much fun this year and I'm really grateful for everyone I've met. Um, but yeah, I think the, I think that's going to wrap up this segment. Um, and yeah. Now to get into the things that I've learned. Um, I've learned so much. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm going to try to go through this kind of quickly because I don't want to like, overexplain myself but or sound repetitive, which I feel like I, I sound repetitive all the time. But um, the first thing I've learned is that breaking monotony is a difficult but necessary choice to make. I think, okay, so second semester was tough partly because it was just so monotonous. I think every day kind of felt the same. You know, get up, 
I, I like routine, but I don't like monotony. I don't know if that makes sense, but I I would get up, I would make my breakfast and coffee, I would have class, and I had the same schedule every single week. And so it was just, I don't know. And then like, I think I fell into familiarity, but in a bad way. Like, I think I grew just too comfortable um, and... I am a creature of habit, but it got to the point where I like I was eating the same thing every day. And oh my god, I don't know. And like every week I would go to the grocery store at the same exact time. It was it was good to have a schedule. But, you know, I found that every day was just the same and it was weird. Like I think first semester, like I don't remember it being like that. I, I know I had, you know, classes were the same and that I, I, my schedule was the same every week for class, but for some reason it didn't feel as monotonous. I think that's, I think it's because like there was something new every day. I think second semester there wasn't really, um, but I tried to break that monotony um, maybe by like doing new things or, um, reaching out to new people or, um, I don't know, like switching on my schedule, trying new foods. And it sounds so easy. Like it sounds so small and simple, but I actually learned that like making that choice to break that monotony is kind of hard. Um, cause like, you know, you grow so comfortable, but I think it's necessary to really break that. Um, and I think because, second semester felt so monotonous like every day felt the same like I, it wasn't as exciting to me um yeah that, that, that is one thing I really learned and I as I'm determined um to like thinking about being in that situation again where I'm just like constantly sitting at my desk staring at a screen doing the same thing every week uh, I don't know that makes me not happy <laughs> so um that's something that I don't want to do ever um yeah that's that's one thing I learned second thing I learned is that sometimes you need to take it day by day because that's all you can do I think second semester really kind of posed me with certain like when a situation would arise I would I think past self would have normally freaked out and like overanalyze and try to fix it all at once but like I've really learned that you kind of have to just take it as it is and like work with what you have and you can't really see past the present um and it's like in little things like one time um we were all at ikea and we were really really tired because we had loaded furniture and then our car wouldn't start and i remember like rather than getting like super super annoyed super frustrated super anxious i kind of was just like all right like what can we do like in the present moment, like we shouldn't waste time like freaking out um, and thinking about future implications. Like let's just focus on, you know, what we can do now. And so that's obviously a really like small example, but I think it also comes in, in greater things. Like maybe um, like mentally, if I'm in a funk, um, I can't really see past what I'm experiencing now. Like I have to, I have to work on what I have and and the state that I'm in because I know that the state I'm in is the place where I'm meant to be. Um, so yeah, I, I think I've really learned how to take it day by day. I think that's all you can do, honestly. Um, you know, for bigger problems, 
It's helpful for smaller problems. It's helpful um, just doing what I can and then, you know, going to bed, waking up and then doing what I can. Like it, it comes in small increments and you really can't see past what you have. So that I have really learned that this semester. <clears throat> Third thing that I've learned is I've learned how to find little things to be hopeful for. I think I... I've really come to cherish the small moments and that's, you know, very evident in the past, in the first segment, but <clears throat> little things to be hopeful for, like, like really little things. Like I'll be sitting in my two hour 45 class, um, on Wednesday morning and I'll be like, this sucks, but then I'll think about how later that night, um, I would, yeah, we were going to have people over and we would play cards. Something like that. Like something very, very small. Or like after my class, I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to go get myself a coffee. It's like the little things that kind of keep me going and keep me motivated. Um, the fourth thing that I've learned is trying your best looks different depending on the situation. This is huge. I, I'm really hard on myself in terms of like effort that I put in. And this se this second semester, I think academics was a bit harder to focus on just because I had other things to focus on, like living in the apartment, dealing with all that, dealing with other stuff, dealing with like mental stuff. I don't know. Like there were just more things to think about. <clears throat> so as a result, like naturally school wasn't as prioritized for me. Um, I definitely tried my best, but trying my best was different in this situation because I had so much other stuff to think about. And I think I was really hard on myself in the beginning because I was like, okay, why am I not as motivated? Why am I so burnt out? And it's only week two. Why am I not trying as hard as I normally am? Why am I not trying as hard as I tried um, in high school? Stuff like that. And I was thinking about it. In high school, like I had a very stable home life. Like I had stable friendships. Like I didn't have to think about much. Whereas second semester of college, like I had other things to think about. Like I had responsibilities. I had um, certain challenges. And so, you know, obviously like school isn't going to be as prioritized. And rather than beating myself up for it, I, I thought to myself, okay, look, given the situation, I am still trying my best. And that's, that, that's fine. Like it looks different because the situation is different, but it's still my best given what I have, given the situation that I'm in. And that's good enough for me. So I I just got really, really, really heated because that is something that I feel like I, I want to tell myself like going for like that is something I'm going to have to remember. Like circumstances change, situations change, your mental state, your emotions change, your surroundings change, your environment changes. So obviously like the effort that you put in will, the extent of the effort that you put in will change. And you can't compare yourself to how you were before. You can't compare yourself to your past self. You can't think, well, I, I did so much. I tried so much harder before. Why am I, you know, I still feel like I'm trying as hard, but my, my results are not as successful. And I mean, your effort, your effort relative to everything else you have to do is as long as you're still trying your best, like don't, I wish I could go back to my past self and say, don't be so hard on yourself. But yeah, that that's huge. Um, I'm going to move on because I could talk about this forever. But the fifth thing that I've learned is you have to remember that the small efforts you make, though unnoticed, are important and should be acknowledged by yourself. This is like, oh my gosh, this is huge. I think when you're in a mental funk, the little things just seem so much greater. Like 
getting yourself to go on a run, getting yourself to to grocery shop, getting yourself to go out and socialize. Like sometimes those are all difficult choices and difficult things when you're just like not in a great place or when you're stressed or when you have things to do, when you're in a great place, like those are things that come naturally. For me, they come very naturally. But you know, when I'm in a mental funk, but I still find myself having to do these things, like those are really small efforts. Like making the decision to leave my apartment and go on a run, like that's like small decision in the grand scheme of life. But to me, like in the moment, that seems so much greater. And I just, I tell myself like those decisions, they seem really minute and they seem very insignificant, but I shouldn't deny my efforts. Like I shouldn't deny the fact that that takes strength to an extent. And it sounds silly. Like, okay, it doesn't take strength to go out on a run. Like that is like, you're being dramatic. But for me, and I know for a lot of other people, like making those small decisions, like that all builds up. Um, And I just don't want myself or any of you to like, ignore the fact that you are trying and that effort, you know, no one's going to know that you had a mental battle and you decided to go on that run and you were victorious in that small mental battle. Like no one knows that. Um, but you should acknowledge that and you should be grateful for the fact that you did that. So yeah, um, that's huge. The sixth thing that I've learned is creating boundaries for yourself is so important, so important, especially in college. I talked about this in my last episode where I talked about socializing and FOMO and creating boundaries and all that. I've learned that creating boundaries is just so important, like making time for yourself, creating a space for yourself. And it's like obviously physical boundaries. Like I've loved having my own space. I think I've been spoiled um, because of COVID, but I've loved having my own space. That has really been like a safe haven for me but also mental boundaries, emotional boundaries. Like sometimes I just need to think through things alone. Sometimes I just want to be alone. Sometimes I need to spend time alone in my thoughts. And creating those boundaries is really important because when you don't have boundaries, you kind of lose that sense of self because you grow very dependent on other people. And that is something that I try not to do. Like, I don't know. I try. It's it's hard to not become dependent on people um, because, you know, when you're very insecure when you have a lot of insecurities you tend to rely on other people for validation I do that a lot Um, especially being a people pleaser I do that a lot but I'm really working on creating those boundaries and finding happiness um, in God personally and um, in who I am in myself alone so yeah the seventh thing that I've learned is that things change and this is This applies to every single situation that I've ever been in this freshman year. This applies to every single second of my freshman year. Things change and that is okay. And this relates to everything. Like it relates to the sometimes you need to take it day by day um, uh, statement that I've learned. It relates to the fact that trying your best looks different. Like things change. Things will always change. Um, And even if you feel stagnant, I know for me, like because second semester felt very monotonous, even if things feel stagnant, things are still changing. Um, It might not be as apparent, but like things are changing. And I think there's so much beauty in that. So yeah, the eighth thing that I've, the eighth thing, I've been talking too long. The eighth thing that I've learned 
is that picking and sticking to what you love doing provides constants to hold on to. So I I love I love podcasting. I love playing guitar and singing. I love doing yoga. I love running. I love I love lots of things. Um, I love journaling. Those little things that I've stuck on to and done consistently throughout college have brought me so much happiness. And that is something that I, I never want to like get so busy that I don't have time to podcast or get so busy that I don't, that I don't have time to play guitar. So yeah, that, that that's just, that, that goes um, without saying. So I'm going to move on. The ninth thing that I've learned is knowing when and how to remove yourself from situation takes such admirable courage and willpower. This relates to the social thing I was talking about. This relates to academic things. It just relates to so much. And it's all, it all boils down to self-respect. Like you tell, you tell other, you show other people how to treat you. Honestly, you make decisions for yourself. You you have the power to recognize when a situation I mean sometimes it's hard to recognize that which is why I say that like being able to do to recognize when a situation is not suiting you is like I admire that so much like there are so many times where I didn't do that and I admire people who can do that like I had a lot of friends who went home um, second semester just because like the social situation the academic situation wasn't suiting them and I remember thinking like I admire them a lot not that I I needed to go home but like if I had to have gone home I I really respect people who make that decision because it takes a lot of strength I think like making the decision like to do what's best for you I think sometimes I don't do that um and I kind of try to like please other people. I don't know. It's it's just a whole journey. Um, but you know, I I really respect people who do that, who really like remove themselves and respect themselves enough to prioritize themselves, prioritize their emotions and their mental state. And um, for me, like I I'm really working on that. I think. I, I tend to kind of mold to other people sometimes, rely on them for validation. I don't really create boundaries. I think I, I try to please people, make everyone happy. But, you know, there comes a point where I can't fuel other people's happiness all the time. Like I can't, I can't always be the source of joy for everyone. So sometimes like I need to remove myself and really, um, really figure things out um, and gosh, there are so many times where I wish I could tell myself, like, Emily, just remove yourself. Just just go spend time alone. You're not happy. Just go spend time alone. Um, or, like, just excuse yourself from the situation. Or, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's, it's really hard. I feel like nothing I said just made sense. But bottom line, self-respect, boundaries, individuality, huge. Okay, the 10th thing that I've learned is that the beauty is in the process. Oh my gosh, this applies to first fitness. I think for me, as I struggled to accept my body image, as I struggled to be confident in who I am and what I look like, as I, you know, am am working out and and trying to um, get more physically fit, healthier, I think 
it applies to that um, because obviously there's like there's an image of myself that I want. You know, I picture myself running marathons and and being so strong and being really healthy and having the body that I want. I don't think desiring that is a bad thing. Like I think for me, like it's not that I need to look like that. It's that I want to. And I think that's fine. I think that's that's completely fine wanting to be more physically fit and having that 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 vision of yourself. But if I I thought to myself, like if I had that image, that body right now, if I could snap my fingers and get that. I would still be unhappy because like there would still be more that I want and life would be more boring if I could just get what I want immediately. I think there's a lot of beauty in the process. Like there, there's obviously no end goal for fitness. I mean, you can have like concrete end goals. Like I want to be able to run a marathon. Okay. But then what after that? Like you're always improving and that is so beautiful to me. And it also applies academically. Like I want to go into medicine one day um, and, you know, I, I can't have the end goal of medicine, but then like once I am a doctor, what else do I want to do? Like I want to blah, 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 blah. Um, and if I could snap my fingers now and be a doctor, like I would lose so much growth because I, I would have skipped that entire process of applying to med school, going to med school, blah, 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 having that. And obviously... <laughs> I think time spent in med, like time spent um, as a pre-med leading up to becoming a doctor is can be grueling and part of me is kind of not excited but another part of me is really excited because I'm going to be working towards what I love and I, like why would I not find beauty in that process so yeah it also applies mentally like mentally I want to work on creating boundaries mentally I want to learn how to love myself how to accept myself and if I had if I could do that right now, like I, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like life would be so boring um, because like there's just so much value in the process. And, you know, again, take it day by day. This is not some, like I'm not going to achieve all these things overnight. And and I, I'm glad I can't because I think that would teach me a lot of impatience um, but I've learned how to be patient. You know, when I was in kind of a funk this past semester, like working out of that and getting through each day was a little battle on its own. But, you know, all those little battles kind of build up. And I'm able to look back and think I grew so much um, in that waiting period. Like I, I learned so much. I learned how to be patient. I learned how to be graceful and um, I learned how to have a little more gratitude for myself um, and to acknowledge everything that I'm doing. Like I I did a lot and I I have more to do. I, I there's so much more that I have to do, but I don't know. Everything is like everything to me is connected. So every single lesson that I've learned is is all connected in some way, honestly. But I think that that's also really beautiful. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've just been ranting for like 20 minutes. So I'm going to say the last thing that I've learned. Lastly, I've learned that freshman year is only the beginning. Um, yeah. To think that I have three more years, it makes me so, so happy. And to think that my freshman year is only the beginning makes me so happy. 
And I'm so curious to see the person that I become at the end of college, all the memories that I make, um, all the things that I learn. And I have loved every single second of it. Um, there have been really hard times, like really, really hard times. Honestly, this past semester, I was not doing <laughs> great, um, but there have been really, really great times still. So I think that's going to end season two of Unfiltered. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting. I actually, I love, I love I love doing this. Like people ask me all the time. They're like, how do you have time to podcast every week? Like, that's so amazing. And like, I tell them, this is not something that I see as a responsibility. Like, this is something that I love. I, I love podcasting. Like for me, releasing an episode a week is not a burden. Like it, it doesn't take that much time. It's, it's, it's something that I truly enjoy. And so I make time for it. Um, like anything else, like if you love doing something, you're going to prioritize it. So this has just made me, it really has kind of given me, it gives myself, it helps me too. Like it gives me hope because like vocalizing all these things is so different from just like thinking about them, like really taking the time to, for example, like planning out this season two finale, like listing out everything that I've learned, listing out all my favorite memories. Like that has, that made me think a lot. It made me very reflective. So yeah. Um, ugh. Season two is done. Season three is going to be a summer series. I'm so excited. I think there's just going to be so many fun things to talk about. So many cool guests to bring on. I have so many, so much, so many things planned. I'm going to kind of switch up, switch it up a little for season three. I think um, you'll see in the next episode, but I'm going to kind of switch up the structure. So I hope you guys enjoyed the season two finale. Um, thank you guys so much. And it's been, it's been great. It's been a wild freshman year. Freshman year has been, you know, thrilling, monotonous at times, uncertain. It's left me wanting more, but it's just been beautiful overall. So, um, yeah, I'm just like absolutely gushing with joy I and gratitude and, and hope. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. Um, thank you for the support. And, um, yeah, if you just finished your freshman year too, congratulations. If you just graduated high school, congrats. If you just finished whatever year of school, congrats. And I hope we all have a great summer break, um, you know, whatever you're doing. And as COVID restrictions start to lift, I just hope we all learned how to be more grateful. Um, and I hope we just live life with intentionality. Um, and again, take care of yourself, drink water, get some sleep, um, eat a healthy meal, um, get some exercise, um, read, spend time with people you love, do things that you love, and just take it day by day. Um, you're doing great. No matter where you are in life, you're doing great. You're just, you're, I wish I could tell myself this every single second of the day, but you're doing fine. Um, you're doing better than you think you are. So yeah, I'm going to stop rambling because I've been talking for so long, but this is what happens when I take a week break from Unfiltered. I just have so much more to say on the next episode, so um, so many thoughts in my mind. But thank you guys for letting me just spill my thoughts into this mic. Um, but yeah, I will see you guys next week for season three, the summer series. Ah, I'm so excited. So um, this is a great, great season, great freshman year, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.